gentlemen seven o'clock on a saturday night and as usual that means it's time for the other podcast i'm your host robert stacy mccain and i'm not hello folks it's john hogue the other guy on the other podcast and live and direct from storm-stricken valdosta georgia how you doing diana i'm good i'm really tired this is my third day um on the emergency lunch line at living bridges and so it was a long day we did 219 lunches wow yeah wow so uh a hot meal or just sack lunches it was a hot meal good because people are going to need it oh yeah yeah. how many uh how many people are uh have been rendered homeless uh by by the way uh, just to explain to anyone why did I think that was an Amazon an Amazon delivery? Yeah. Probably go kill the yeah, dog. Yeah, go kill the dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ginger, hush. Sorry, okay. Dad. Anyway. You can almost hear the sorry, Dad. Yeah, uh, Diana lives in uh, Valdosta, Georgia, which is uh, so far south in Georgia that it's practically North Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got hit when Hurricane Adelia uh, swept through there uh, after coming ashore uh, just south of Tallahassee. And then mm-hmm. it swept across uh, South Georgia into South Carolina before going back out to into the Atlantic. So uh, you were saying uh, about how many people uh, lost their homes or... Well- Currently, currently, there's a that's very up in the air. Um, a friend of mine who runs a who uh, runs a an insurance agency has nine homes with trees in them. Just mm. forget it. There's a tree in the house. It's probably gone. Um, and that's just one agency. Um, we're hearing from a lot of people that um, their house is not going to be inhabitable for at least a week maybe longer they don't know um there's a lot of trees down all over the place uh we were we were most of the city was a city haha most of the area was without power for two days Mm -hmm. um i was down for four seven hours um when did they finally restore your power ours got back at about 11 30 a.m yesterday on the first on the first and that was pretty good like i said that was about 47 hours from the time it went out is this Um, your first hurricane this is my first hurricane oh that's that's so it's so sweet your first time yes anyways (laughs) but uh uh, well my first hurricane was in brownsville texas so oh you poor thing that's the um the uh it seems as if the uh, fatality count in Lowndes County was exactly one. Only one person. One, one person, and I, I misreported it on the blog. I said uh, somebody got killed when a tree fell on their car. That's not what happened. What happened was a tree was blocking Bemis Road. Yep. And, and some people went out there to to cut up the tree to get it out of the road. Yes. And meanwhile, another tree fell on them and, and yep. killed one of the, the people. And so that's how. Meanwhile, in uh, Florida, 
land of the evil right-wing governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, you mean uh, the competent guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. CNN was uh, just uh, waiting for uh, waiting for Ron DeSantis to uh, you know to have this terrible. You, know, you realize what you said? yeah uh whenever i mentioned cnn we uh, gotta actually, do the I Paw thought Patrol I was going to mention thing. it first, and I had this queued up for further down. But well, there you anyways, go. <laughs> uh, whenever we mention CNN, we play the Paw Patrol thing. Well, at least they, at least the first time every show, it could get a little redundant. Yeah, yeah. CNN, uh, uh, their ratings are so low that they're they're falling behind uh, reruns of Paw Patrol. Uh, mm -hmm. Nickelodeon, so that's mm -hmm. why. What they, and meanwhile, but they were they were just rubbing their hands in anticipation oh, on please. CNN, uh, hoping hoping that uh, uh, the hurricane would uh, devastate Florida because see, it's it's climate change. You see? Mm -hmm. So and so those Republicans deserve to die, but unfortunately, uh, the death toll. In Florida was exactly two. two and men both died were idiots. On, <laughs> yeah, two men died on Wednesday morning as Hurricane Idalia struck Florida. Florida Highway Patrol said both victims were killed in separate car crashes as the powerful storm brought torrential rain and strong mm. wind gusts to Florida. A 59-year-old Gainesville man was driving in extremely rainy conditions on State Road 20 around 6 a.m. Mm. when he struck a tree after veering into a ditch. Yeah. Well, uh, a, a bunch of buddies and I were sitting out on the jetty at the mouth of the Rio Grande as that hurricane came in, and we eventually had enough sense that to realize that the water was starting to wash over us, and so we drove back into town. But That yes, was intelligent. <laughs> yes, and, and meanwhile, in Pasco County, a 40-year-old man was killed about 15 minutes after the first crash. Uh, and, uh, he drove his Ford Ranger too fast for conditions, lost mm -hmm. control, and struck a tree. So two people had auto accidents in Florida. One person had a tree fall on them in Valdosta. And so far yeah. as we know, then... The death toll from Hurricane Idalia is exactly three. Yep. Okay. Oh, but climate change, climate change. Is <sighs> <so> <sighs> yeah. yeah. You know, given even halfway competent local officials, nothing much happens. And the fact is that the people who got killed on Bemis um, were outdoing their neighborly duty. They were trying to clear stuff up before it was a problem. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I don't know if that goes under the no good deed goes unpunished or they they were being heroic. I, I yeah. simply Well, don't I, know. but there are times there are times when discretion is the better part of valor and sometimes you should wait. <laughs> well, some of the trees some of the trees waited until after the storm had apparently passed to suddenly drop, to yeah. be fair. Uh, this will happen, yeah. Well, as for these two guys in Florida, what are you doing at 6 a.m. driving in a hurricane, okay? That I, just, I cannot answer. You know, it's, like, it's like, hey, man, stay home, you know? Yeah, well, or, or, or something, but yeah. Uh, something. That, of course, the worst news from Florida. Oh, no. Came yesterday. Uh, the worst news oh. from Florida. It's time for our football update. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, oh. uh, yes, on Thursday... Uh, right, at, uh, Florida lost to number fourteen ranked Utah twenty four to eleven. So uh, mm. uh, Utah may be a power. Uh, uh, in other uh, scores around the nation, watch out for Colorado this year, folks. Mm. Uh, uh, former uh, Hall of Fame uh, defensive back Deion Sanders. Uh, mm. 
uh, has taken over as head coach of um, the Colorado uh, Buffaloes. And I got uh, no idea how that happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, but the, I mean, uh, time, I guess. But I still think of Deion Sanders as this um, slightly bad boy with the big mouth, and yeah. I didn't think of him as a coach. I yeah. I well, he had coached at Jackson State, a, mm-hmm. a historically black uh, uh, mm-hmm. college and university. Uh, yeah, but what happened is, is that. Last year, the Colorado Buffaloes went 1-11. and 11. Uh, oh. And uh, so Don Sanders shows up with his son, <laughs> Shador Sanders, the quarterback, who today threw for a school record, school record 500 yards Ooh. and four touchdowns as the Buffaloes upset. And this happened in Fort Worth, by the way. This was not a home mm. game. Uh, Colorado upset TCU 45 to 42. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it was hard just, fought game. Yeah. High scoring though. Yeah. Oh, it was, I, you know, the, neither team brought their defense apparently. I don't know what was it, <laughs> but 45 to, so TCU goes down in an upset to Colorado. But that's the kind of game that's interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, that Shador uh, Sanders, uh, that that the quarterback is is the the NFL scouts going to be drooling over him. Meanwhile, today, number two Michigan stalked East Carolina thirty to three. After some early struggles, uh, number twelve ranked Tennessee uh, triumphed over Virginia forty nine to thirteen. Oklahoma. 73, Arkansas State, zero. Okay, so 73 to nothing. That's You're getting into the Georgia Tech-Cumberland range there. Um, mm. uh, I, I will point out my father's alumnus, alumna, alumna of, alumnus of the uh, law school. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, Iowa ranked number 25th. Uh, defeated Utah State 24 to 14. Uh, uh, another lopsided score, 22nd uh, ranked Ole Miss stomped Mercer 73 to 7. Oregon, oh my God, what a stomping. Number 15, mm. Oregon 81, Portland State 7. Uh, Ohio State, again, this was a team that struggled early against Indiana, but uh, won out 23-3. to Uh, Number 11, Texas uh, defeated Rice 37-10. to And uh, in also 13th ranked Notre Dame 56, C State 3. And number 19th ranked Wisconsin 38. Buffalo 17. I understand Vanderbilt's playing later tonight. No, Vanderbilt, well, they, they kicked off just a few minutes ago uh, playing uh, Alabama A&M, and that, that's going to be a, actually a lopsided <laughs> game in favor of Vanderbilt. Do you think Vanderbilt uh, can beat Alabama A&M? Yeah. Huh? That's, 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 that's it will fail to be tragic for once. Okay. <laughs> well, they, right. they, they beat Hawaii uh, last week. You're and, right. They did. Yes, that's true. And, and they and they they might they might actually uh, beat Wake Forest. So you know we'll we'll uh, see. Meanwhile, right. that, yes, that, there was Forest. even further bad news from Florida. Uh, Jimmy Buffett died. Ah uh, no, I'm still yeah. having trouble with that. How old was he? Seventy six. Yeah. See, this is the thing: is that uh, and somebody pointed this out a couple of years ago. All our rock star heroes are going to die. Except Keith Richards. In the the next, yeah. Keith Richards has outlived them all. It's the magic preservative power of heroin. Evidently. Evidently he's already pickled or something. I got nothing. Well, I I do have one Buffett story. Now, Buffett had lots of connections to Nashville, although he didn't spend much time there. But mm. the, the guy who produced his uh, most of his really big hits was an, a Nashville producer. And so um, 
after they'd recorded a lot of the basic tracks for the Volcano album at mm. the Air Studio in the Montserrat, mm. which mm. Is, was having a problem with the volcano at the mm. time, um, they uh, came up to mm. Quadraphonic mm. Studios, which Norbert was a part owner. Quadraphonic in, in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. At Quadraphonic mm. in Nashville. And uh, so my wife was working there at the time. And uh, Connie uh, came home uh, humming the chorus to Volcano. Well, yeah. I don't know where I'm going to go. My volcano blow. Well, uh, it was, um, it was uh, actually my, my, my only family connection to Buffett was uh, Connie working on that album. <laughs> well, I'd come home humming that too. Yeah, <laughs> So anyway, uh, here's the cut she worked on. briefly uh, pick, picking up Connie at work one day but uh, mm -hmm. it you know this is one of the guys that everybody I talked to who worked with uh, always had something good to say about him mm -hmm. 
you know, yeah. and it, it's just one of the people I really am sorry I missed. <laughs> yeah, P.J. O'Rourke knew him from the days when he was playing for uh, for uh, suntan lotion. <laughs> oh, yeah. He wrote some great stuff about him. Oh, man. Oh, man. Back in the day. Well, the, the interesting thing, though, uh, kind of as a transition into the next bit we're going to go, mm. Connie uh, had a, a career as a recording engineer in Nashville. And mm-hmm. I got offered a job to take over Engineer Yell, uh, loudspeaker company in L.A. So we moved to L.A. And, of course, they every uh, the, there was only one group that she worked with that didn't want her to, to take her clothes off. And mm-hmm. she, did, she, did, she worked with Fireside Theater for, for several months. But mm-hmm. uh, else it was like me, too. Yeah. yeah. And so there, there's, there's your lead in. All right, yeah, the death of Me Too. Remember the hashtag Me Too. And the headline comes from uh, Professor Glenn Reynolds. Quote, to be fair, it was never actually about helping women. Uh, that right. Uh, and this reference is a, a, a post over at Hot Air by Jazz Shaw, uh, whom I know and is a is a is a excellent curmudgeon, by the way. Jazz Shaw, <laughs> if you look up curmudgeon, you'll see Jazz Shaw's picture there. But he's he wrote about how the Me Too movement abandoned women. And I and it made me think, is Jazz Shaw really so naive as to believe the liberals were arguing in good faith? <laughs> and, which in turn reminded me of something I once remarked about Connor Friedersdorf, namely that his basic problem seemed to be insufficient cynicism. If your beginning assumption about politics is that everybody actually believes what they say, if ha. you grant them the benefit of the doubt as regards sincerity and their professed ideals, then you are to paraphrase W.C. Fields, the kind of sucker who should never get an break. If it weren't for the ample supply of fools, however, <laughs> the Democratic Party would have been out of business long ago. And one of the ways that Democrats keep their scam going is by manufacturing spontaneous grassroots movements like Occupy Wall Street, Black Lives Matter, and of course, Me Too. Mm. Uh, and and this, again, I'm having flashbacks here. Does anyone <laughs> remember No Nukes? Oh, good grief, yes. Uh, back during the Tea Party uh, era, I worked with Chris Cassone, a musician who knew uh, just all the people. I played mm-hmm. around with so many different groups. Uh but he, you mentioned no nukes to him, and he'd just get livid. He just mm. hated uh, these idiots uh, that were out there. Back in the 1980s, this alleged grassroots protest movement emerged as a not very well-disguised propaganda campaign mm-hmm. by Democrats to hype the idea that Ronald Reagan was a dangerous warmonger <laughs> who was going to provoke World War Three and destroy the world in a nuclear Armageddon. To this day, there are still people who haven't realized how fundamentally bogus the No Nukes movement was, but aging celebrities like Jackson Brown and Don Henley don't want to admit that they were 100% wrong about everything, as liberals generally are. Uh, You were out in California at that time. Oh, yeah, they, was it Diablo Canyon? Diablo Canyon. Now there's some now Diablo Canyon supposedly is on a uh inert, not active fault, uh, which has never made me happy. Okay. San Onofrio is better sighted. I couldn't understand why they did never mind. Don't get me started. But Diablo Canyon was a stupid scandal. Yeah. Yeah. On the other hand, I did know a, an accountant on that job who uh, finally got so willied by, got so much willies by the, uh, the weird, the invoices he was auditing that he went out there and started inspecting stuff and said, uh, there's a problem. 
Well, anyways, but the the protests at Diablo Canyon had people like Jane Fonda chaining mm-hmm. themselves to fences and stuff. It yeah, was, yeah. It was uh, you know it was protest theater. Yeah, I know it was. Even Jackson Brown sitting there being all, yeah, I'm so mellow and nice. He's not a very nice person in a lot of ways. I've been told it doesn't matter. Um, but it, the whole thing was, it was pure adolescent drama that you could excuse in a bunch of college students, but not in supposed adults. Right, right, right. Well, anyways, there are, the Democrats are always trying to figure out ways to mobilize and energize their grassroots mm-hmm. base. And even if you can point to a genuine organic beginning to any particular progressive movement, by the time it makes national headlines... <laughs> the Democrats are already busy exploiting it as a propaganda operation. And thus, you can never assume that the arguments of movement activists are made in sincerity. Always suspect a, can- a scam. When did <laughs> we know that Me Too was a fraud? As a thoroughgoing cynic, uh, I figured it was a scam all along, but the proof of its fraudulence came in early 2020 when Tara Reid mm-hmm. attracted attention by accusing Joe Biden of sexual assault. And the feminist response included a headline in the Washington Post by Monica Hess. And you remember Monica Hess, but yeah, <sighs> yeah, I, I don't want to get into that right now. But it was a believe all women but no, believe women was a slogan. Believe all women is a straw man. And uh, less than a week later in the New York Times, Susan Faludi wrote uh, a, uh, a, a, a column with the headline, Believe All Women is a Right-Wing Trap. So <laughs> it was believe women, unless... Uh, and, and a woman makes an accusation that could keep Democrats from winning the White House, in which case the hashtag will be instantly converted to that bitch is lying. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, mm-hmm. so all progressive movements are scammed. And if you really think uh, Democrats care about women, you're a damn fool. Mary Jo Kopechny could not be reached for comment. Yeah, sadly. Uh, but the, that gets us then, though, to the kind of coverage that uh, <laughs> was put out to these people from the New York Times uh, mm-hmm. and the Washington Post that you alluded to, or in the case of, uh, and I'm not making this up, you know, Nina Totenberg of NPR. Although in oh, the, this girl. case, I'm, I'm I'm dealing with a. Uh, a tweet that Ramesh Ponuru Ponuru Ramesh Ponuru Yep, Ponuru At least that's the way he pronounces his name Okay um, um, uh, Anyway, Nina Totenberg uh, was on a certain Oh, I'll just go ahead A certain c- cable show. Uh, <laughs> Yeah We'll leave it in the background. Anyway, she was on CNN promoting her uh, book, Dinner's Truth, a memoir of the power of of friendship. And, you know, she was talking about conflicts of interest in the Supreme Court. (laughs) Right? That Nina Totenberg? Yeah. Isn't she the uh, person from NPR who in 88... uh, published the false claims by Brett Kimberlin that he was Dan Quayle's mm-hmm. dope dealer. Yep. Uh, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. Brett Kimberlin keeps coming up, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Which is interesting if you think about it. I mean, yeah. why does he keep coming up? Why is, why was he associated with the Chalupa sisters? Why is he associated with, weird goings on with the Democratic Party, just on the fringes, but just enough to get your attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's because, I personally, I think it's because he wants to be a player, but as soon as people mm. see how toxic his reputation is, uh, he doesn't get... Uh, and we can thank uh, 
we can thank Andrew Breitbart for that. Uh, for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Breitbart, uh, right before mm -hmm. he died, I mean, I was in Michigan covering the Michigan primary and he was mm -hmm. speaking at a, at a conference <laughs> there. And the night before the conference, um, he was at, um, uh, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, uh, mm. enjoying a steak and a glass of red wine when uh, he texted me and said, what's going on? And so uh, next thing I know, I'm sitting uh, with uh, Andrew Breitbart. And he says to me, what do you know about Neil Rauhauser? Oh, and, and, and uh, yeah, because the, the Rauhauser connection had. Uh, oh, well, had, and the Brad Friedman. Yeah, but it was Rauhauser especially mm -hmm. uh, who, who was, uh, well, he pioneered a lot of the stuff that these um, uh, these uh, people are now doing to fight misinformation. Yes, okay? the, yeah, right. The, the business of using networking uh, software uh, uh, to to show connections between mm -hmm. different people. Mm -hmm. They he he was. And and, Very good at figuring that. And, kind of and stuff. Friedman, of course, has had his uh, own talk show on mm -hmm. uh, KPFK, which is mm -hmm. the lowest rated station uh, in LA. <sighs> but he has an hour every Wednesday. <laughs> okay. Well, and, and and but as as is one of those people with fingers in everything. Mm -hmm. You know, sort of the West Coast, ver sort of the West Coast version of uh, the late uh, Kevin Zeese. Mm. Oh no, Kevin Zeese, man! You had to bring yeah. that name up. Yeah. All right, we're down to uh, going well, now down. Kevin's, Kevin, Kevin Zeese uh, was a lawyer, and mm -hmm. uh, it, he was the Green Party shadow attorney mm. general for many years. And you know how important the attorney general is, or district mm. attorney. Why they're for, they're important because they're supposed to be enforcing the law. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll or get to that. Deciding yeah, we, how to not to enforce But before it. we get to that. You need to tell the people <laughs> about yellow buttons. That's correct. Uh, folks, if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, you will notice near the top of the page in the center column, a uh, yellow button with the word donate on it. If you will click that button, it will take you to my PayPal account where you can donate dollars, pesos, uh, euros, yen, shekels, whatever currency you got, they will take it at PayPal and you can contribute to help support the blog, to help support this podcast, but most of all, uh, to help keep my wife happy because she likes it when I make money off of this uh, crazy endeavor. <laughs> and uh, uh, keeping my wife happy is job number one. Meanwhile, over at my good friend John Hogue's blog, hogwash.com. You have in the sidebar right there on the right a tip jar at the top of the sidebar. Click on it. You'll be taken away to the PayPal account for my blog. And you can make a donation to support it or the podcast, or you can just send me money. That's a nice thing to do as well. Uh, or you can shop at the Hogwash store. There's a link in the sidebar for that. Or you can use shopping links for Amazon shopping that you will find uh, scattered about the interwebs. Uh, and when you use the ones at Hogwash or uh, the other McCain, uh, like any other participant in the Amazon affiliate program, we get a little cut of the action, which is something nice that Amazon does to support the blogosphere. And by the way, uh, there's something, a post coming up just after midnight with one of those shopping links. So stay tuned mm -hmm. for that. Meanwhile, Regardless of how you choose to support us, please remember the five most important words in the English language. Hit the freaking tip jar. Indeed. And Stacy, come on back to the microphone because it's your turn to talk about mugshots. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I was I was in there. I was looking for some munchies, man, because sometimes I get the munchies. Well, you can open up that bag of uh chips here or yeah, no no that's okay not that's okay. what not by the microphone guy yeah, well, but yeah usually <laughs> usually i have something here to munch on to uh to help me but uh but yeah i i i couldn't find the uh uh, Cheez-Its, and so uh, I don't know where my wife has hidden the Cheez-Its, but uh anyways meanwhile speaking of uh uh orange uh <laughs> 
<laughs> the best mug shot ever uh, was the headline on the uh, thing where uh, uh, Donald Trump, uh, the, 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 uh, the uh, prosecutors in uh, Fulton County thought it would be a good idea to have everybody get their mug shot. Taken. Yeah, right. They wanted to. They wanted to do. You know, instead of just showing up in court, they they brought them down to the uh, sh- jail, the sheriff's department down there, and had Where the mugshot get all taken. stabby. Yeah, yeah. From the mugshot, uh, Charlie <laughs> Kirk informs us. Uh, Charlie uh, Kirk informs us that President Trump um, raised. $7.1 million uh, from the mugshot, uh, in, including uh, uh, $4 million in the first day, the single highest 24-hour period of his campaign to date. That's got to leave a whole bunch of people on OnlyFans jealous. Yeah, I got, but God, look at that mugshot, man. Does he? I know. Does he? I mean, I mean, you talk about a, a, a pissed off, but a, a very looking guy there. Resolute. Resolute. That's exactly. Well, the mm-hmm. phrase "Acme School of Law" was coined <laughs> during the uh, Brett Kimberlin saga to describe the tendency of a certain pro plaintiff and such of his fanboys as the necklace wonder Bill Schmalbelt <laughs> to pursue legal action that was ultimately harmful to their own interests. Well, the idea there was that we were, they were buying their legal services from the uh, uh, same, same company. people that, who sold the same, rocket right. to skate. Yeah, yeah, it was, yes. it was uh, super genius Wiley Coyote uh, <laughs> strapping on his acne roller skates in another futile effort to catch the elusive roadrunner. Something similar seems to have happened with the Democrats in their latest Get Trump scheme where they arranged for Fulton Georgia District Attorney Fonnie Willis uh, to bring RICO charges against Trump and his aides, and oh, such orgasmic joy at CNN. Uh-oh, you said CNN. We'll just have to play it in the background. Yes. Uh, they, they wanted to force Trump to have his mugshot taken. <laughs> Liberals gloated, then reality struck, says uh, Don Serber. The Hill reported Representative Jamal Bowman of New York shared a video of him laughing at the mugshot photo and saying, we got you and more to come, clown, thug, crook, criminal, Uh, end quote. Shortly afterward, the congressman realized the error Democrats. He panicked and tweeted, this mugshot is not what you think it is. It's a jackpot for Trump who will use this image to raise millions of dollars from his cult. And the worst part is they're going to use it to win even more elections so they can change our laws to make it easier to steal our democracy. It's a symbol of everything that is wrong with this country. It is a reminder of the deep divisions that exist, the hatred that is spewed and hatred is tolerated. It is a sign that our democracy is in danger. After today, the Republican Party will solidify their support around Trump and our fate will be sealed. We can only hope. Yeah. Why Coyote could not be reached for comment. Uh, well, on the other hand, maybe he should take a deep breath. Uh, uh, he should you know, consider it, yes. Well, I had a, yeah. But I mean, this whole thing is an example of how those who thought they were in control realizing that they're losing what control they had. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. You know, you know, that's one of the things people, people will. Well, I mean, there's certain things you can uh, configure just based on the season. Autumn is coming. Mm-hmm. And that means mm-hmm. we're going to have pumpkin spice, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it also. Not means- again. Not so soon. Uh, and, and, and there's, you can, that there'll be a. Of uh, you know seasonal attempt because people are getting the sniffles that we're going to have to wear masks and that's already uh-huh. happened. Lionsgate Studios in L.A. and uh, several hospitals like a Kaiser Permanente uh, operation uh-huh. in Santa Rosa, California, 
began requiring face masks again nope. uh, on their premises and both quickly wound up rescinding their policies uh, because of pushback. And I think that's I will good. not comply. Well, people, I people have figured out, people have actually uh, figured out that those, the masks are useless. They do Worse nothing. Than useless. Well, well, actually, okay. If they are used properly, they are good at start at preventing certain bacterial infections. Okay. Correct. Okay. And, and, but for example, they, uh, if you, they, if you have to wear them for too long, you can wind up uh, aggravating your own bacterial infection. That's what happened to yeah. me about two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and I still have some problems that I'm going to have to ha have some oral surgery about uh, oh. what went on for that. Um, so, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not particularly happy about that. Um, mm. And look, if you just think about it from the point of view, an engineering point of view, the relative size of the particles you're trying to suppress uh, with respect to COVID compared to the openings in uh, an N95 mask mm -hmm. uh, is roughly the uh, same ratio as the size between a house floor and a fence. Correct. So, you know, it's, it's, don't it's, be fooled. It's, it's, it's not a good thing. Well, once again, people, people wearing the best effective masks in terms of keeping what they're breathing out from getting on patients or something like that, I have a problem with, um, but it, just people walking around wearing a, a face diaper. My, <laughs> my response is I find your lack of face disturbing. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Meanwhile, it turns out there's a post over at um, Powerline um, uh, that uh, it's titled Knowledge is Sanity. And basically, mm -hmm. the point that uh, is getting made there uh, in this post that went up yesterday uh, is that uh, the, about the whole climate change propaganda thing and how <laughs> so many young people in particular uh, are becoming... I don't know what's the best thing. Depressed. Fear, fear, fearful. Neurotic. Suffering fearful from neuroses. Of global warming. And the thing is, it turns out, the more you know about environmental uh, science, the more you know about the actual facts of the environment, um, the less climate anxiety you have. Mm -hmm. And that's yep. because you understand how little man, uh, human beings as a species can actually do to affect the earth. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, we, we can cause local problems, mm -hmm. but compared to what, say, a big volcano, volcanic eruption does, we're, we're oh, not yeah. much. Uh, we're not some, uh, as if, nearly as effective as changes in solar output. Um, and uh, the other thing, though, is, you know, if you just look at the facts. Mm -hmm. You look at, uh, let's assume that... Uh, the, how the climate has changed over, since we've been keeping good records and you look at the number of, for example, serious hurricanes, they're down. Nope. Yep, they're down. Okay. Uh, it, it, and um, in terms of the human impact on the environment, there are fewer forest fires now, even though uh, so many states like California mismanaged their forests. Horribly. So, it, it, yeah, it, it's, it's just, it doesn't... We need to take the kids in school and teach them factual science and, you know. Then you've got to get rid of the teacher's union. <laughs> well, the thing is, the thing is, is that, is that I learned long ago, uh, not long after arriving in Washington, okay, mm -hmm. insofar as there's ever a controversy, right, mm -hmm. okay, between the two parties, right, both sides are able to muster statistics, mm -hmm. okay, to support their side of the argument, okay, mm -hmm. that, that, you know, that w whether it's the budget or, or whatever, both yes, sides but, will be able to uh, cite numbers that make mm -hmm. their side look like the, the side you should support. But in general principle, the left tends to use made-up numbers. But the point being that, the point being that you have to be able to hear both sides and mm -hmm. what they do when they, it's like the COVID thing. Okay, we're going to mm -hmm. silence uh, misinformation, right? We're ah. gonna, you know, we, can, we can't have misinformation uh, getting platformed on uh, 
on uh, Facebook or, or, or Twitter. And so they're going to ban you if you uh, argue with them. The same thing they do about climate change. We've got to get these climate deniers uh, shut yeah. down. And so by taking half the art, right, and completely shutting it down, these young people experiencing uh, anxiety over climate change are um, are only hearing one side of the argument. It's like um, uh, it, it's like um, uh, an you know it, it, sometimes I, I talk about this. Um, journalists uh, start acting like prosecutors, right? They're mm -hmm. prosecutor attorneys, and they're and, and they're only showing one side. Right. Where, you know, the evidence. Well, if you've ever been in a court proceeding, you know, when the you know, the, the prosecution presents its case and when they they're through presenting the case, you may think, well, this guy's guilty. But then yeah. the defense gets their turn. They get to cross examine witnesses and so forth like that. And this when people say our democracy. Right. You know, oh, our democracy is in danger. Well, Good. If, because the democracy is two wolves and a lamb deciding what's for lunch. Yes. But, but, the, but the whole point of the, the, the rule of law, right? Okay, the fact that you'll get your day in court, right? That's what they mm -hmm. say. You know, it, it's like you'll get your day in court. Right. And, and both sides are going to be presented. You have the right to have an attorney present and to have, you know, uh, and all your rights in mm -hmm. regards to the law. Right. When you start violating that in public discussion, when you try to uh, prevent uh, people from, uh, you know, one side of the argument, uh, you know, from having their say, this is what happens is people become irrational. Well, but you see, it, it is a rational response if you think you mm -hmm. can control the, uh, what's being presented, that if you don't have a winning argument to shut down the other side. Right. Mm hmm. And that's exactly what has happened, for example, in, in a lot of the Me Too stuff, a lot of the Title oh. IX stuff. They, they, they do away with due process. You, right. don't, you, don't, you don't get to have a lawyer. You don't get to cross-examine witnesses. You don't even get to be, in some cases, advised of the exact nature of the charge against you. Yeah, it's weird, which makes it impossible to defend yourself. Well, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. What, what date, what time... You know, so, what am I supposed to have done? Yeah, that's the point. But, you know, okay, but this is what happens when you have people who believe that the what underlies reality is power rather than truth. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. And you give them a, a go at being uh, in charge of, uh, for a while. It this is a bad work. idea. <laughs> well, yeah. On the other hand, if you believe that, if you believe what you want is, uh, uh, it, it, you can just wish and make it so, then uh, you can uh, uh, find uh, someone who better represents your beer uh, uh, than uh, than a, uh, a, 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 a cute dog. You know, <laughs> it, uh, it's or 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 people. Boy. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's the same thing. For example, you know, uh, like I said, uh, you know, it back last month, it was still August 30th, and I had a, a, a uh, I saw a tweet from Christina Wong uh, of the first pumpkin spice drink of the season. Oh, come on. <laughs> what, what is it with these people that have, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, uh, look, I don't want to see anything fall themed, okay? Mm. Prior to Labor Day, okay? Not yeah, till and, it cools off. You know, you know <laughs> and, and that's right. You know, it's well, it, it won't go, it won't uh, it, it it won't cool off like you're used to from Northern California in Valdosta until Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. don't I, remind me. I I seriously, I my uh, Halloween my usual Halloween costumes don't work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about Georgia, you know, living, living health is that, is that, you know, is, is like, uh, well into October, it's still green. Uh, and hot. And hot. Yeah. Well, I mean, it and was a muggy. Big shot. It was a big shot for me, uh, actually moving, uh, from 
Nashville and my first duty station in, in the army, uh, you know, other than basically was uh, Fort Gordon. And the oh, other, yeah. I mean, that's where, way up in the northern part in, of uh, Georgia. And it was it's up around Augusta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah it's, you're in the Piedmont. You've got all it's it's like it's, you're above the Nat line. <laughs> It, it, it's 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 sixty it's sixty miles up up the Savannah River. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah it, yeah and. It, but you're above the Nat line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's a path. But the, but the 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 thing that made the, the, the less doesn't mail across the river. And oh, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, you know when I was uh, I, um, when I was uh, a boy, we play. I played uh, football in Austell, Georgia. And our field, the field that we practiced and played on, uh, was uh, up the Sweetwater Creek. It was uh, right up the creek from a uh, a, a paper mill factory. And, and oh boy, that that that's a oh day you paper never mill. Forget. Yeah, oh yeah. paper mill. Yeah, yeah. You the question is okay. Is it oh to paper mill or has a sewer actually line actually first? Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> actually. We are in uh, Westminster. There is probably thirty miles away in uh, uh, Pennsylvania a paper mill, and when the wind is wrong, oh! But it it's only happened two or three times in thirty years, so it hasn't been. Bad. But um, the, the 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 little town next to the paper mill is called Nashville, Pennsylvania, and that's a Nashville that I don't spend a lot of time in. You don't uh, want to land in no Nashville. <laughs> not Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, our newspaper, our national newspaper record, though, has a headline up uh, today. White girl turned into a pillar of pumpkin spice looking back at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a very, it's a very funny satire. There's a, there's a, uh, mm. What is it with, um, you know, pumpkin spice? I wish I knew. I mean, I, okay. And I wish they'd stop. I like, okay, I like pumpkins in season. Connie used to make a wonderful pumpkin soup where she'd cut the stuff mm. and uh, use the pumpkin as the soup terrine. It was, it was <gasps> absolutely marvelous. Uh, yeah. and, and Trader Joe's had, uh, has, uh, from time to time, had pumpkin flavored uh, oat cereal things they're like pumpkin flavored mm. cheerios that and they're good mm. and i'll buy a box a year but i mean i don't understand the, the one that actually bothered me most was about four years ago three four years ago pumpkin spice spam yeah. what on earth were they th okay first of all nothing can save spam nothing <laughs> It is the spam, most horrible. Spam, 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 Actually, yes. I like thinly sliced spam fried for breakfast. Oh, yeah. honestly, could, could you yeah, just eat yeah, Scrapple instead, good. please? That is good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, when we used to, like, you would go camping. Spam right? is camping food. Yeah, yeah. Well, you would go camping and you would take canned spam with you to, you know, and that that would be your, you know, spam and toast or whatever. And it is know? better than armor treat. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Better than better than spam is corned beef hash. I I like corned beef hash. Oh yeah, that's that, that that's the. Perfect. That is pretty much the only way to eat corned beef. I must confess. Oh no, Reuben sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah, I've right. never cared for that, but that you know everybody's what? got you know. What? We, we need to degustibus non disput disputatum. We need to take you to a proper Jewish deli. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, yes, it's true. On the I would love to be kidnapped and taken to a proper <laughs> proper Jewish deli. The Jews. <laughs> The Jews are going to kidnap you and take you to a proper deli. Yes, the Jews. I would like that. Th that wouldn't. No, that would be something like a rescue, provided they turned me, sent me back home afterwards. You know, that's, well, because, that's one of those things you see on the internet. You know, it's always <laughs> the Jews are running whatever you know, and it's no. It's I like, know. It's like you, you know. It's a. It's a paranoid. Well, what, what, Speaking what, of paranoid what, 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 and what, dangerous. Well, actually, yes. Uh, 
but the one of the things that they do run and do run properly is a deli. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes. Mm. But uh, speaking of crazy people who got uh, uh, all sorts of weirdness going on, Stacey. Yeah, crazy people are dangerous. Mm-hmm. We always end the show, and usually it's a lighthearted movement, uh, but they're not lighthearted at all. Pathetic loser Ryan Palmetter. Um, Uh, Killed three people in Jacksonville, Florida. Went on a shooting rampage Mm -hmm. uh, at a a Dollar General store. And and I called him the net beard menace. You know, he's got one of those uh, faces. And this started, I got it. It was a big thing about 2014. uh, back uh, uh, when Gamergate was a thing is when I became familiar mm-hmm. with the term neckbeard to describe mm-hmm. a, a, a certain uh, uh, style Sub- person. Class. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, based on their uh, grooming choices. And, mm-hmm. and one look at this guy. It was 21 years old. And, um, and anyways, uh, Clay County Sheriff's Office called the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office at 11.39 Saturday, that's last Saturday, letting them know the shooter was en route to Jacksonville. Uh, At 1.18 p.m., the shooter called his father and told him to check his computer. The suspect's family then called the Clay County Sheriff's Office Mm -hmm. at 1.53 p.m., but it was too late. The suspect had already walked into the store armed with a Glock and an AR-15 style rifle and wearing a tactical vest. Uh, mm. This is uh, Sheriff Waters said at the, Sheriff TK Waters in Jacksonville said mm. at a news conference uh, a few hours after the uh, uh, shooting, he said, um, uh, the shooter's rifle had swastikas on it. He wanted to kill inward, uh, the sheriff said. He wanted to, and he said the word, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's the one and only time I'm going to use the word, he said. Uh, the shooter wrote three different manifestos, one of for his parents, did. one for law enforcement, one for the media. Um, uh, he said... Portions of these manifestos detailed the shooter's disgusting ideology of hate. He hated black people. Uh, Mm. But here's the thing. Uh, The shooter had past run-ins with Clay County authorities, including a domestic call in 2016 uh, that didn't lead to an arrest, and a Baker Act. Okay, the Baker Act in, in 2007. The Baker Act is... Involuntary commitment for 72 hours of psychiatry. 5150, we used to call it. Right, right. Uh, well, it's only the Baker Act and it's not in, in one state. Anyways, but the point being that uh, he was Baker Acted, uh, but he was only 15 at the time. And apparently uh, that was not uh, in his file that would have prevented him. The sheriff later said that uh, he bought those firearms legally which is crazy his parents didn't know his parents knew he was dangerous Mm -hmm. okay uh uh, you know he was again somebody that's already on law enforcement radar Mm -hmm. uh you know commits atrocity um but uh uh Mm -hmm. the weird thing is they have not yet released the manifesto of course not although they're leaking evidently yeah, well, because of but the Nashville shooter, uh, that that miserable sick person, they're not that that one's been buried. We'll never see that. I am getting so annoyed. Well, the point is, is it, it, this guy? You know, people want to say, "Oh, well, it's white supremacy is to no, blame for this," no. and and the point is, he's he was not. He's a loser. Superior. He wasn't supreme. He's he was a loser. Okay, mm-hmm. this was uh, some guy with uh, bad social skill, and uh, and and this keeps happening. Elliot Roger, Alec mm-hmm. Manasian, Scott Byerly. I could go on and, and list some of these uh, kids like this. Well, and, and this is the problem 
It's a mental health issue. And yeah. crazy mm-hmm. people are, in fact, dangerous. 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 Yeah. Well, anyways, folks, uh, uh, the boogie-woogie music in the background signifies mm-hmm. that we're nearing the end of the program. Uh, we will be back next Saturday at the usual time, 7 p.m. Uh, so uh, set your uh, watches or whatever uh, <laughs> for the same time. And we will be back. Thank you for joining us, Diana. Anytime. Good night, Diana. Good night, Stacy. And Good by night. the way, Vanderbilt leads Alabama A and M five to three. Uh, we'll see ya. Okay, five to three. Never mind. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Breeze.